And so continuing the theme of Birmingham 2022 Festival, we're really pleased to be joined now by award-winning artist Jaskit Wara, who's doing something very intriguing, I think, with people, place and sport. Uh, firstly, Jaskit, welcome to the show. Thank you, James. Thank you for having me. It's good to have you on board. And uh, let's start with your exhibition, because I think it's predominantly photography and a photographic exhibition, but there's some audio as well worked in. And you're exploring local sporting communities. So there's that Commonwealth Games link, but it's a good demonstration, isn't it, really, of the cultural programme around the Games. And um, you're looking, I think, at, at, at people and sort of everyday sports. Yeah, absolutely. So celebrating local people, grassroots sports, kind of physical activity that most of us do um, week in, week out, really. And also, I've been photographing not just people and communities, but also um, spaces around Sandwell and Birmingham of where we play sports. So we'll see the really shiny stadia during the games and on TV. But this is kind of the more grassroots level of the sporting spaces that we we use week in week out that I've also photographed. And some of these folks, I think it's fair to say, uh, they're not hidden, they're not hiding for any reason, but I guess they're the kind of unsung heroes, they're perhaps the people that don't appear, you know, on the sports pages or on the on the TV. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's a lot of um self-determination and grit that goes into participating in sports on a weekly basis. We all have our kind of individual individual uh, hurdles to overcome not a sporting pun there but <laughs> in terms of trying to get out and do any kind of physical activity I mean that's how it's been for me anyway <laughs> I couldn't really speak for, from personal experience and it's trying to represent that in in the photographs to try and share this narrative of grassroots sports and individual endeavors um, essentially. So how did you find these people how did you identify the kind of subjects if you like for your exhibition I'm guessing there wasn't a ready list available no no not at all um I've worked with um so Tegan and Rosie who were my photography assistants they worked with me to reach out to different community groups um around Birmingham and, and Sandwell and what I was really looking at were grassroots sports that and, and clubs that have are really embedded in the in their communities that have a real really strong impact around their surroundings so for instance Bourneville Bowls has a really great history of linking to Cadbury's but also from a very socially kind of engaged way within their community so it's looking at clubs that really have an impact uh, so we got in touch with several clubs and some said yes some because the other thing the, to, to take note with a lot of these grassroots sports they run uh, sports clubs they're run by uh, volunteers so them to kind of give their time and effort to help help me in making this work is really needs to be kind of highlighted as well. And I think uh, a lot of this is, I guess, looking at sport in terms of, uh, I suppose, a, a factor in people's identity as much as anything else. You know, a number of things you just described are about how people relate to uh, their space and their and the people within it, but also how they start to build an idea of their confidence and the things that they can do themselves. Yeah, for sure. And I think, for instance, at the Women's Boxing Club in Digbeth, I photographed one woman said that she went and started, she just saw it as a Facebook post uh, to join, to come to the boxing. She'd never done it before, Diana, and she's 39 with three kids. She didn't have any confidence and she was like, oh, I'm not sure it's for me. And now she's done, you know, boxing matches uh, in the ring. She's fought competitively. She takes her kids boxing with her. Um, 
to kind of manage and juggle the work-life balance and it's that thing of confidence of getting out there and also the social aspect and every, everyone I spoke to near enough they missed going to clubs and participating in sports and physical activities with with other people they missed it so much so at Aston Old Eds I photographed them the rugby players and they said just doing things on zoom wasn't the same thing or going for a run individually wasn't the same thing over the pandemic um, and the various lockdowns but being able to go out on a Tuesday a Thursday meet their friends have that social aspect but also enjoy their sport um, has meant so much for them to get back into and let's talk about um three of the characters you mentioned uh boxing and 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 uh one one of the people that sort of uh, you found through this project but there's a wonderful image let's start with the image of amelia who uh, is a thai boxer uh yes. somewhere in bolsal heath and she looks fairly fearsome i have to say yeah and aptly she's in the fearless mma club so um she she it was fascinating to photograph because she was very quiet she's so petite and then she was like yeah i'm thai boxing champion of the of the midlands i was like wow <laughs> so brilliant and i think that fearsome nature um really came through in her portrait but what i also loved about it is that her portrait kind of juxtaposes what we would maybe associate with a thai boxer um in terms of shape and body size and i think that's the beauty of Having done this project, people of all shapes and sizes participate in sports. Yeah, and Emilia is a great example of that in terms of positively representing young girls in in Thai boxing. And uh, a bit of a contrast, uh, I guess. Not not all of the sports uh, people that you've captured are are, are fearsome uh, characters. But uh, tell us about Jean, who I think is a member of the Bourneville Bowls, Bowls. Club that you've uh, that you've already mentioned. Tell us a bit about her because uh, she looks like someone who uh is a, a custodian of uh of sport you know is a perhaps a, a states person for for sport in general yeah jean's brilliant so she um i photographed at bourneville bowl she's the oldest member of the bowls team she first joined um the bourneville bowls in 1997 after i think it was about a couple of months after her husband died and so she hadn't had intentions to kind of join initially but it became everything to her. It took over her life because of her the passing of her husband. As she had children and she's got grandchildren, but they've got their own lives. This is what she told me. So the bowls became a big, big and important part of it, um, of her life. And she, when she was growing up, she used to play hockey um, and sports. But then came marriage and family for her. And I think, I guess, for someone of her age, maybe times were different in terms of that kind of took over in terms of her life and, and the sports took a back seat so what was really lovely with Jean was that she was able to share that the impact of having that I guess that social aspect but also the sports aspect of being able to do bowls in her community and especially after her husband passing away. And there's also uh, the, the, the sort of last of the trio uh, that I wanted to explore with you it's not it's not just these three people there's I think over sort of 25 different people and and places involved in the exhibition but we have julius who uh, is a captain the first team captain i think of the aston old edwardians rugby football club i think i've got that right and yeah. he looks like the kind of guy you don't want to be in a scrum with <laughs> no and he's really but what's lovely about when i spoke to him he's again so softly spoken and so passionate about his sports and how rugby really changed his life and um, 
he got him he used to play football got kind of kicked out of his football team and then his PE teacher a new PE teacher came and kind of took him under his wing and said right I think actually rugby is a sport for you his PE teacher was involved in rugby and um it, he started playing rugby for Aston Old Eds uh, 10 years ago and and he's now a coach as well and he speaks really passionately about having more black asian and ethnic minority coaches in rugby and that he's only seen a handful in the time in the last 10 years at grassroots level and he he wants to try and change that and and also try and be a really positive role model within his own club as well and this cast of characters uh some of whom you've uh, um, illustrated to us um that they're kind of doing a tour, aren't they, really? I guess that the, part of the places element um, of the exhibition is where these uh, portraits are being displayed. And you've got a number of sort of outdoor spaces and I think sort of sports centres, leisure centres across uh, sort of Birmingham and Sandwell and, 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 and wider, I think. Yeah, so the idea behind where we had the exhibitions was to put them back into the community spaces where... I'd been taking the portraits and or taking the photographs. So we've got four locations in Birmingham, Bourneville Green, Birmingham Coach Station, Mosley Road Baths and St Paul Square. And in Sandwell, all have, four happen to be at the leisure centres, uh, Hadley Stadium um, in Smethwick, Wensbury Leisure Centre, West Brom Leisure Centre and Hayden Hill. Um, yeah, so the primary reason for that was I'd been photographing around those areas so the people involved could go and see them and access them and taking the work back to those spaces was quite important. And I think the exhibition is running till the 31st of August um, across those venues across, um, as we said, Birmingham and Sandwell. And I, I think it's a really great opportunity for people to to get a, a broader picture of the of the games, because obviously the games are uh, sort of 10 or 11 days of um, sort of professional sporting activity, if you like. But what this does is it helps give the context of of the city and I, I wonder what what you think it says about you know that that sort of picture if you like of uh, of West Midlands life you know this isn't something we see um every day is it I don't I don't think um you know I, I, again it comes back to a lot of sport being um sort of the headline sport yeah and I, I think for myself personally um growing up playing sports I didn't used to see people like myself represented in sports enough so for me, as a photographer, I feel like it's really, I've, I've got a great platform and a great opportunity that I've been given by the festival and multi-story to make this work. And what I wanted to do was to really represent and celebrate the people of Birmingham and Sandwell and people that we see all the time, you know, black, Asian, old, young, women, men that all participate in sports at grassroots and so that's what I've tried to do with the collection of portraits, especially. And hopefully you know, people that go to see it will feel that, what I hope, feel quite proud to be from our area. Once we get to the end of August, beginning of September, you know, I, I guess um, it's, it's not as though all the hard work's done. But I guess there's a question about what happens next in terms of, you know, some of these things that you've you've captured. And, the, and this real kind of document um, of our time, really, not not just of the... Um, of of the festival and of the games but you know of where we are in in you know in 2022 what what, what happens with these portraits what are there plans for them past the exhibition well at the moment i'm working on a book so um and i guess that's the legacy of after the exhibitions come down to have um a photo book like you said that it's been a very unique couple of years and i started photographing this last year and it's unique i think for birmingham in that we've got such a big sporting event 
happening in our city, probably the biggest that we'll all see in my lifetime. But then also to have it coupled with the what we've experienced with the pandemic mixed in is it's a real moment in time in where, where you know, oh, gosh, I hope we never have anything like the pandemic again. But to kind of capture it, it's, I feel is really important as a social history document, I guess. So that's why I want to make it into a book, which I'm working on currently. And yeah, that will be available once I've finished it. <laughs> <laughs> once you've finished it. And and what about you as a photographer, as, a, as an artist? You've done a, a number of uh, different projects and different things. And I, I'm guessing that photography is, I, I suppose, your uh, your weapon of choice, if you like, your your, uh, your your bag, as they as they might say. What what other things have you got planned over the next couple yeah. of years? Because I, I, I'm guessing that it's not as though things come to you. You're you're working all the time, collecting things, having sort of creative yeah. ideas. But I would say, if I could draw paint as good as I take photographs, I would do, I would try and dabble <laughs> in that. But I can't. Um, so yeah, photography is my my weapon of choice in the, in that regard. Um, yeah, so representation of people and places is. I'm working with um, marginalised communities is something I'm going to carry on doing. Um, I think the main project for me after this that I want to go back and work on is uh, over the last two years I've worked with Birmingham Crisis Centre, so a women's refuge in, obviously in Birmingham, and um, I want to go back and work with them again. So I was facilitating workshops with them, talking about narrative and voicing their experiences so that's another that's a project i want to go back and work on a bit more i'm also working on a film a short film with bbc which is coming out in july so at the moment i'm working on those yeah beyond that i haven't thought because it's been quite intense working on this project at the moment at the very least you can uh, you can have a rest of uh, <laughs> of some kind um people place and sport is happening at those venues that we discussed uh, up until the 31st of august across birmingham and sandwell and you can find out more information um, and see some of those portraits that we've been uh, talking about there at birmingham2022.com forward slash festival and uh jessica thanks so much for coming on to the show and uh, telling us about this exhibition because I think it's a it's a fabulous kind of snapshot of um, our history. So uh, congratulations on that. Thank you so much, James, for having me.